I'd hate for folks at home not to know we're on. Okay, we are on. You're you are at the on church right now, folks. I want to welcome y'all. Just, just I will not. Thank you, by the way, for your honesty. Lurleen, she's sweet as she can be, but her sister. Let me tell you, I love her. She is honest to a fault. I will not say anything about our former pastor. Try not to today. I I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I won't. Do, that's the last time. That's it. One last time. But uh, I would like to put out a shameless plug. Do I have to pay for this commercial, John, by the way? No. Okay, I'm just saying I got some money. Got... Brian help me out here, won't you, Brian? I'm a shameless plug for a men's group, okay? Now, if you see it on Facebook, it's, it's right, right? It's, it's got to be accurate. So I saw this on Facebook. I want to let you know right out front. This meme, you know, they're called memes. If you don't do Facebook, it's M-E-M-E. -E. Uh, to me, it's meme but they call them memes. Okay, that's my joke. Come on, you don't all have to laugh at once. Anyway, that's all right. It don't matter. I saw this meme, and it's probably somewhat accurate. It says that if a, if a child comes to church, the odds that the family will come, it's like somewhere in the single, I don't remember the numbers, but somewhere in the single digits. It's like 9%, 8%, like that. If the mother comes to church, it's like a, it goes up, it's like 30%. But when a father comes to church, it's like 90-something percent that the family's going to come to church. So this is where I'm putting the shameless plug. You're, you're there at home, you're there too. Come on. Hi, y'all. Uh, quit doing that in a minute, maybe, probably won't, but anyway. Men's group is Tuesday night. Y'all come. Maybe you haven't done it before. Maybe you haven't done it in a long time. Earl. I wouldn't point fingers. I would not point fingers. Earl. More than once or twice. But uh, y'all come out Tuesday night. Tuesday night is a great time. Excuse me? I don't know, Earl. Anyway. But if you talk to me, I'll probably talk to you. But anyway. I just want to put a shameless plug out. Tuesday night at... Thank you, Rob. And Rudy's called Good Rob. He is a good Rob. A good Rob. Who's a vegan? Okay. No, that's enough. Okay. We're going to go to Psalms this morning. That's left of Proverbs. If you're looking to go to Proverbs, make a left turn. We're going to start in Psalms, the 37th chapter. But we're going to pray first because Rob needs some direction. How many believes Rob needs some direction? You know what I learned this morning sitting back here? I'm a little calmer than it was the last time it was. And it's more, a little more enjoyable watching. But Frank sings. I did not know Frank sang. I did. You know, I sit beside Frank all the time. I sit like this. Hi, y'all. I just couldn't resist. I just, you know there's a choir up here? Frank, did y'all see? Did y'all know Frank sings? I'm sorry, Frank, to embarrass you, brother, but I love you. It, it, my heart just like blew up when I saw your, your... Didn't hear you, but I saw your lips moving. Now, now, the guy next to you, he needs to work on something. And the guy next to him, I think, is asleep. Glenn, I'm just saying. I think he might be sleeping back here. But uh, I saw Frank's... I was so blessed. I was so blessed to hear... You know, it is an honor to be able to preach, and I'm going to do that in a minute, I promise. But it's such, a, it's, it's such an honor to hear y'all's voices, to hear the voices of the congregation singing. Don't ever think your voice doesn't matter. It does. You bless the pastor. When we get a preacher, you, quit that. When we get a preacher, Nikki's back. They were talking about her a while ago, and she wasn't here, but I was concerned she left me. But uh, where did I go? Okay, I took a left turn. Psalm, Proverbs, left turn, Psalms 37. Let's start with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, this morning for the authority and the power of your word. God, help me stay out of rabbit holes and off of, off of squirrel limbs today, Lord. Help us all, Lord, to focus, Lord, on your word, more powerful, sharper than your two-edged sword. God, rightly dividing the truth, God. Help us, Lord, this morning to hear from your word, hear, hear from your voice today, and... Uh, Stay on track, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 37, I don't know what verse, somewhere in 37. 
If you got a Bible, go to Proverbs and turn. You don't have to. You know, I'll, I'll read it for you because I know some of y'all are kind of like me. You're kind of lazy. Mary will look it up and I'll look over at her sometimes. But Psalm, that's not it. Oh, by the way, I know last time y'all were concerned I had no sermon notes. Look at these sermon notes. Hope we get out before Church of Christ does today. No, it's not full. It's mostly empty. It's all empty. There's about a half a page. Okay, I'll, I don't want. Psalm 37. Verse 21. A man's steps are established by the Lord, and he takes pleasure in his way. Though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed because the Lord holds his hand. And actually, he said the Bible says somebody holds him by the right hand. Well, the significance of that we'll talk about someday. Not today, I hope. Whatever you say for Okay. I've been young, and now I'm old. Yet I've not seen the righteous abandoned or his children begging for bread. And I was concerned because I got a lot of scriptures today, a lot of research on old and gray. And I looked at in our congregation, and it's not very many of us that are old and gray. And went, Lord, is this the right sermon I'm supposed to do today? But I realized what the sermon's really about is not the old and the gray. It's about the goodness of God. How big is our God? How great is our God? How magnificent? How, how, there's no words to describe Friday at 11.45, Frank's heard this story. You can go sleep now, Frank, for a little while. My wife has. Mary says, don't tell this story. And I'm going to tell it in church. Do what? She's talking to me. Yes, ma'am. You see that? That's a good husband. Isn't that right? Yes, ma'am. I saw her lips move. Guys, you want to be married 40 years when, you, when your wife moves her lips? Yes, ma'am. I'm trained. I'm trained. I was trained. 11.45, Friday afternoon, Friday morning. You know, it's Friday. I'm at work. I get a call. Got a leak. You know, that's what you do at lunch. You go to leak, right? Got a leak. And I, this is in the town that I was working in, so I didn't have to drive an hour. And I go to a sweet little lady's house, and uh, she thinks she's smelling gas out in a, a, ta- a building out close to her house. It's got a, a garage and a couple of little uh, rooms there. And uh, we go out there. There's no gas appliances. I don't see any gas piping out there at all. I don't smell gas. I don't pick up gas on machine. Easy order. She's just being a little paranoid. People do that occasionally. That's fine. So, ma'am, i got to shut all the gas off. Your, your appliance is off in your house. Make a pressure test. I'll give you a little gas. Y'all can be gas when we get through here. Make a pressure test to your pipe and make sure it holds, and we're good, you know. Well, sure enough, I'll make a pressure test, and sure enough, it don't hold. In fact, it drops pretty rapidly. You know, the pressure goes. I go back inside. I'm going to lift something on. No, 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 no. It's all, it's all off. Go back out, and I see this three-quarter-inch pipe coming out of, this, out of this concrete beside it, probably 15 foot wide, runs between the, two, the house and the, the uh, building next to it. And there's three-quarter-inch pipe coming through it. Gerald understands what I'm talking about. And uh, you can't pick up gaskets under concrete. You know, they, they're going to pick up. But uh, it's obvious it's probably leaking under there because there's nothing. She hasn't smelled it in the house. has never smelled it. Been living in the house for three years. So I'm going to have to turn her gas off is what I'm going to have to do because she needs a plumber. That sweet little lady, I'd come in and I brought her some paperwork. We'd give them a coupon. Plum, we'll pay 20% of the plumbing bill. Y'all are learning way too, too much information here, but I'm trying to make it easier on the lady. You, you will pay 20% of the plumbing bill. Gas come. She changed. She was no longer a sweet lady. You're not turning my gas off. Uh, ma'am, it's not already off. I'm not turning it back on. It's kind of what I, more or less what I said. I'm, don't quote me exactly how I said that, but you know, it's already off and I can't turn it back on. 
and she says, uh, you know how hard it is to get a plumber on a Friday afternoon? I said, yes, ma'am, it's probably going to be real difficult. But you can get a gas man. No, I didn't say that either. I thought about that. You can get a gas man out here at lunch. But she said, well, she says, uh, told me what plumber she used. She said, I'll call you. You, can, you don't leave until I talk to the plumber. This, by this time, it's about 12, 20, 12, 30, something like that. Okay. She's got, she knows plumber. She calls the plumbing office, and they don't answer. I don't understand why they're not that answering. I said, well, it's about noon hour. They're probably gone to lunch. I can't believe they don't answer the phone during lunch. I said, well, that's kind of, you know. I would be at lunch if you hadn't interrupted me. No, I didn't say that. I didn't think that. <laughs> but she said, you can't go. You just can't, you know. And, so, and it just so happens the plumber, she's calling. I have his cell number. She said, you're going to stay here until you talk to the plumber and tell him what's wrong. I said, got a leak. I don't, you know, I can't, you know, I can't leave it on. So I called the plumber and interrupted him at lunch. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, lunch, what are you doing? I got a lady here that's got a leak. We can't help her today. So well, I know that, but I'm going to tell you where, the, where I think the leak is and what's going on here. And he said, we'll try. We'll come over and look at it. And uh, in the meantime, her, her son-in-law lives in uh, Houston and knows, that, knows his brother, the plumber, the other, you know, and had called there as well. And I, if I'd known that, I would not have gotten But anyway, long story short, uh, I thought I was, I'm going to get back to the story. I thought I was being a hero. I'd saved the day. I'd, I'd made her, I'd saved her from the house from burning. You know, it's, you know, it's going to, eventually it's going to catch fire. But instead of a hero, I was a zero. You know, I was, you know, I was persona non grata. And I stayed for quite a while just trying to, uh, and I didn't feel so good when I left. And sometimes that's the way it is in life. Sometimes things we do, We think we're helping, and we don't feel so good. God, why did you put me in this position? Why am I here? Why am I hurting so bad? This, you know, and I sacrificed my lunch, and I did all this, and, and I saved this lady. I mean, this, this house could seriously, it was seriously, it could have burned. But now, I'm, I'm zero. And that's where we are a lot in life. We're, we're doing our best to help, and all of a sudden, why does God send controversy, send problems? Why do we, have, why do we endure these things? But the thing is, he hasn't forsaken us. Uh, he, uh, no. Psalm 71 and 9. Go there. And I missed Hebrews. I should have done that earlier. Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. The first Spanish I learned. Daddy made sure I learned this, this scripture in Spanish. I'm not real sure why. Anybody need to speak Spanish here right quick before I try to rendition it out? <laughs> Just checking. Jesus Cristo es el mismo por los gloves. Did you raise your hand? <coughs> you speak Spanish? Okay. That's the first Spanish I ever learned. Daddy had a Spanish Bible. Translate, you know. Uh, but he tried to drive home to his kids that Jesus Christ is always the same. He was the same as he was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is always the same. He, he, he was, he is, and he always will be. His promises to us are forever. Psalm 71 and 9. Don't discard me in my old age. As my strength fails, do not abandon me. Don't discard me in my old age. As my strength fails, do not abandon me. Sometimes I think... I've heard it said, I feel like this sometimes, that uh, the youth is 
is uh, squandered on the, on the young. You know, sometimes I wish I could be, I, I know God's got it right, but sometimes I think if I was God, I'd make us wise when we were young and strong when we were old. I need to be strong now. How many, can I hear an amen? Do you think great people out here up beside me? I need to be strong now. I admire the strength of, the, of young people, the vigor, to be able to, but David's cry was, do not discard me when I'm old. I'm not a songwriter. I, I, I tend to, I like to use the, the Bible, the Bible, the, the, my guitar a lot when I pray, or used to. I had, last year I haven't played much. But there's, there's a line that I cry, it's my cry. And I really ought to read this other verse down here. And I realize this is probably where this came from. It didn't when I wrote it, but this is, this is where it came from. Down in verse 12, he said, God, do not be far from me. My God, hurry to help me. There's the, the words that I wrote, sometimes I, I played them this morning. So a lot of times I play them, I sit down, I'm just crying out to God. Don't leave me this way. Don't laugh, it's not real poetical, but it's just what I, it's my cry. Don't leave me this way. My heart is broken. Remember, I can't do it without, I should have brought my guitar this morning. My heart is broken. My life is shredded. I've done things I've surely regretted. But the things I regret the most are the things that I've never done. And I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. But I think some of the biggest mistakes I've made are, are of omission. Things that I just, uh -uh, that's not me, that's not me. And how many times as Christians do we do that? That's not me, that's not me. It's not somebody else's job. And I, I'm the world's worst. Jim, tell you, I'm a, uh, uh, that's somebody else can do that. John, they, I used to. somebody else can do that job. The things we're going to regret later in life, as this old man has, is things that I haven't done. Don't do that. Don't. Isaiah 6 and 4, and he's just the right time from Psalms to go over a little ways. And he says, no, I'm sorry, Isaiah 46 and 4. says, I'll be the same with you until your old age, and I'll support you. I'll take care of you. I'll bury you up when you turn gray. I have made you, and I will carry you. I'll support you. I'll be there for you. And I'll save you. Who's like our God? Who is like our God? Nobody. There is nobody like our God. No one that carries us. Nobody cares for us like he does. He knew me. He knew me before my mother knew me. He knew me. When I, the Bible says in 139, Psalms 139, he knew me before my mother knew who I was, knew that she was, in other words, knew before she was carrying me, that I was coming. And he loved me then. He knew what I'd do. He knew the decisions I would make. That's how great a God we had. He carries us. Job said in 12, 12, Wisdom is found with the elderly, and understanding comes with long life. Wisdom and strength belong to God. Counsel and understanding are his. Rob don't have any wisdom. The wisdom Rob has comes from God. The understanding that I have comes from God. That's, to me... That's like, wow. 
I think I know a lot sometimes. I think I have the answer for everything, but that's not wisdom. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom is his. Understanding is his. When he grants us wisdom, when he grants us understanding. This morning in Sunday school, he confirmed his word in my heart. I forgot now what it was you said this morning. Oh, the cloud, the cloud. You know, I prayed when I was praying this earlier this week about what to bring this week. I prayed, Lord, cover us like a cloud. And I, I couldn't remember where it came from, but you, but you read, you, you remembered it for me this morning. I said, God, cover, cover our church like a cloud this morning with the power of your spirit. And, you know, it's not a coincidence. In our Sunday school lesson this morning, Lurleen reads from, I don't remember, Chronicles? First Kings, uh, about the cloud in the temple that covers. God didn't dump us off here and leave us. God has a plan for each and every one of our lives today. Here for a purpose. When I cry out, Lord, don't leave me this way. And Psalms David said something about uh, the first scripture we read. Anybody remember? I don't either. <laughs> Do what? You may have it open by any chance. That's what I'm looking. Oh, y'all didn't keep your Bible. Nobody even opened it to begin with. You're like me. You let, you let Mary do all the reading for us. Let me read that first line in, in, in Psalm 30. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's in 71. That's, I was, I apologize. Don't discard me in my old age. Don't lead me this way. Lord, don't lead me this way. My heart's broken. I'm shredded. I know without you, I'm nothing. Father, I need you. That's where we're at today. Father, we need you. I need you. We talked about the priest in the temple this morning and the semblance of why he... Let's see if I can get down. Earl, you meant to come help me up a minute? He knelt and lifted his hands up before the altar. Do what? This man's got a lot of wisdom right here. I like him. Can you come give me a hug? No? Okay, stay there. Yep, give me a hug. Dude, we're at right level. That's all right. I needed that. All right. You're all right, dude. Fist bump. Catch you later, Kevin Hall. Let me shake your hand, by the way. Just, Gerald, I didn't forget, did I? I said, I told Gerald, I forgot to shake your and Kevin's hand back here. But he said, I got you, buddy. I see you back here. Anyway, you want to come give me a hug? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Lord, I just asked out the rabbit holes and the squirrel limbs, and here I am. Uh, you're, it's not your fault. It's me. Okay. Why am I on the floor? Keep going. That's good. And there's a semblance here. There's a semblance here. Y'all all still awake, aren't you? And Lord, preaching. We're doing great. I just passed that buck on over. And he lifted his hands. There's a semblance about, and she asked why, this morning why we bowed, and I thought about that. Why, you know, why? When we pray, when, whenever uh, the preacher prays over the joys and concerns, I always lean over. It, it started out more as because my back hurts, you know. And I stretch, that's my opportunity. It looks like I'm, uh, I'm sleeping, but I'm really not. It stretches my back out. But it also, I learned it also does something else. It does something to my heart. I'm bowing my head. It's the reason we bow our head when we pray. It's a, it's a physical sign of respect. I'm not saying you have to kneel or bow your head every time you pray. I pray a lot on the road. Go, Lord, help us. Help us all. 
I pray in a lot of places and a lot of positions. But none so fervently is when I realize how, my inadequacy, how small I am, and how great He is. This morning, I just about when we did the song, the communion hymn, help me out. The pianist is not playing attention. Lord, forgive her. I hope she plays the piano better than she pays attention. Uh, play before we pray. Yeah, I heard, I'll remember that too. As the deer pants for the water. I heard somebody say that a while ago. That so blessed my heart. That's my heart is that I'm hungry like the deer, thirsty like the deer. It's got to have the water. And this morning is our piano player, she can get her talking to her husband along and comes up to, to uh, finish this thing up. I'll pray for Kathy. She does a great job, but she doesn't pay attention real well. I know, I know. I caught you, I caught you. Busted you dead to rights, didn't it? Dead to rights. I'm hoping it wasn't a whole lot more than 12 minutes. We're trying to beat the church of Christ. I'm just kidding. We're not either. But that's a good story I'm telling. Uh, where am I going? Oh, as we, uh, where is our, who's in charge of this clicker thing? Page 75, I'll reach out to Jesus. Uh, if your heart is right now, is it panting? Do you, are you really thirsty? Do you, would you like, I'm trying to say this right. Jim, I should have just turned over to you like I did the last time. If, uh, if you'd like to make a confession of faith, you'd like to come up, this will be your opportunity. If you would like to Acknowledge Jesus Christ, Lord, or if you'd like to change your membership or, or any of those other things. I'm not good at this, guys. But I, I, I warned y'all, this is I'm just like my second time to, you know, do this. Y'all come back sometime we have a real preacher, okay? <laughs> it's nice to have little, little Shirley back there. Uh, I'll think of her name here in a minute. But Ashley, and that's Mr. Ashley, and that's Ashley's friend. And that cute one right there, that's Ashley's daughter. That's really who's, what's your name? Presley's mama and daddy. That's really what the truth The truth of the matter is, you lost your name. Y'all know that. You lost your name. Presley's mom and dad. And that's Presley's mom's friend over there. So, but anyway. Anyway. Let's, let's, let's sing if you want to come up. Jim, if you want to help, whatever, if we, or whatever we need to do here. Can you...
got one more verse I want to leave you with, and I'm done preaching, I promise. I forgot Philippians. Can anybody spell Philippians, by the way? I can't. I just wonder if you could. Philippians? Anybody want to try it? Just, I might have a nickel. Quarter? How about a dollar? Mary, can I borrow a dollar? Oh, this kid's got spell Philippians. It has one, I, one L, three P's, two I's, one A, one N, one S. I, I, I found the scripture in Philippians, and I, I was looking for it, actually. I knew what I wanted, but I couldn't spell Philippians, you know, to, to put it in my computer. Let me, let me, I'm sorry. I, it takes me too long. To read, I just want to read scripture for you from Philippians, and then we're done, okay? I promise. It, it was the cap, and it was the absolutely... Philippians, is, if y'all are looking, Philippians is right at the intersection of Ephesians and Colossians. I love that old man that used to do that to me. He'd help me find scripture. Philippians 1 and 6. And this to me is the cap of this, and I forgot. I'm sure of this, that who, he who started a good work in you will carry it on through the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this, this evening, Lord, for your word. Sharper, truer than any two-edged sword. God, powerful and authoritative. Lord, help us to follow after your word and hide it in our heart today as we go. In Jesus' name, amen.